Blog Talk Radio. Just before this honor, loyalty lives. As I enter industry with thoughts so lucrative, I was self-destruct before I become captive. They wouldn't let me in, now I'ma take that initiative. Just stand firm and make my own pivot. Yeah, I knew a few people with similar thoughts like these, and together we make the illustrious DVD. We'll fight into the end, giving up is not an option. Things will never be the same if you ain't with it. Get the walking in, I'm saying Keep it as a reminder, forever stay loyal, never dishonor. Things didn't work, must find something to keep from falling. You're part of the solution and you're part of the problem. So we looking for something different, cause we done heard the calling. Tell me now no longer can I stand anymore more And then you possess the consciousness to open closed doors. Tell yourself it's no old and better Oh, this is going to be an amazing show. I'm so excited oh about this. Oh, my God. 
Sorry, guys. I've been cracking up for the past, like, two full minutes. My, I have my dog in the car, and he just has gas terribly, and it's very confined in here. And he's passed out, and everybody in the car has eyes watering. So, sorry if you heard me laughing. Um, yeah, it's going to be an awesome show. Wonderful. Great. If anything goes wrong, it's Rome's fault. Wanted to let you know. Is that right? That's hey, fine. Was Nothing was going to go wrong. Hey, hey, host man, person, president thing. Um, what was yes. the topic of the day today? Did you choose one from last week, or shall we just come up with one? I don't think we made. We came up with one last week. <sighs> okay. Well, brainstorm. What would you like to talk about for the topic of the day? Oh no, you're the host. Oh, well, yes, being the host, I shall devise a nice topic today. You what? You know, since we were switching roles, we could, that could be the topic of the day. How do you feel about the male-female role reversal? And I'm going to leave it, I'm going to leave it as generalized and open as possible. So you can talk about whether the role reversal is being the breadwinner or being men in a relationship, or, you know, whatever suits your mind. How do you like that for the... I like that. That's a good topic. Good job. So if you have I'm any... Um, okay, whatever. If you, have, if you feel some type of way about it, make sure you call in, or hit us up on Facebook or on Twitter. Since he's a host, he's got all of that up, and he will be listening and... Exactly. To your every beckon call. So um, do you know the number for can. them to call in? It is four seven eight. I don't know. Six four six four seven eight three five nine nine. I called it clearly. Yeah, six four six four seven eight three five nine nine. Don't forget the area code. Right. Yeah. That too. <laughs> um. Anyway, we've got some good news stories for you today. And. I'll let the, the host take it to start off. Oh. And I'm a nice, well, I'm you're, nice little you're, co-host. Yeah, you, you are taking to this co-host role very well. I like it. You I do not it. like you right now at all. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. I know. I know you love it when I can't stand you. Yeah. Well, since we're both animal lovers and... The wonderful co-host has started off with an animal story. I'll continue the animal story. Did you hear about the man who got mauled by a bear? Yes, I did. Was that going to be one of your stories? Yeah, (laughs) it would. Well, as you guys know, when you guys are in the wild, or unless you're specifically told you can feed animals, everybody... And then mom tells you, do not feed the animals because of various reasons, such as they get accustomed, they get out of their own habits of hunting, so on and so forth. Well, men decided to not heed that warning and fed a bear some barbecue meat, and the bear mauled for it. Shut it up. The man survived, and he also, in addition to being attacked by a bear, he is also facing a hefty fine. 
Right. Um, Is this that was in Alaska. Yeah, this was yeah. in Alaska, and apparently he was drinking, and then he decided, hey, what else would I do after drinking but go on a bike ride with my church? So he goes on the bike ride. He kind of, like, I guess goes off on his own a little bit and um, feeds the bear the barbecue, and then, of course, gets mauled. And, yeah, like you said, he is going to be facing charges for feeding wildlife. Yep. That's got to suck. I <laughs> Only did you get your butt handed to you by a bear. But you also have to face uh, punishment by the court system. <laughs> exactly. Well, while we're talking about um, critters, there is a – trying to find the name of it. I wrote it down. Okay. So there's a pig in Australia – his name is Nigel, and he weighs 617 pounds. He, um, I guess he attacked a man. And when he did this, I guess it, he attacked his own owner. Um, the owner was, like, you know, super upset. Like, the, the pig escaped and everything um, after attacking the owner. And um, the owner got upset, you know. He's like, I don't want him to be put down. He's like another child. Da, 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 da. And um, so authorities are taking the pig, and they are literally telling the owner that they're going to bring the pig to a farm. And the owner's like, okay, as long as it doesn't mean he's being put down, I'm okay with him going to a farm. I'm sorry, when I had a rabbit that just miraculously... Uh, well, not miraculously. I had a pet bunny, and my mom didn't want it anymore, and she said she took it to a farm. I think it died. <laughs> you think so? What would make you I think, think it that? died. Well, you know, when you're little, they tell you that your pet went to a farm. <laughs> but it usually means they died. So I'm like, dude. Yeah. Go back to your childhood. Nigel is going to die. I wouldn't buy bacon, bacon for a little while. Bacon will be made. May, yes. may not. What? You're not going to buy bacon for a while? Why? I'm saying if he, like, the, Nigel's owner probably shouldn't buy bacon for a little while because he might be eating Nigel. <laughs> well, that would be the freaking authorities are like, Nigel oh, we're going to put him more. in a farm. <laughs> what? Should have lied to the man. Right? I'm like, I feel like I should believe it because it's the authorities. But I'm like, <laughs> that sixth sense from my childhood is like, no, don't kill Nigel. That's a lot yeah, of chicken well, bacon, though. 617 exactly. pounds. Yep. Yeah, what if it's a slaughter farm? They didn't specify what kind of farm it was. <laughs> He's going to know, benefit a lot of people. He's helping. Listen, you know when parents tell you the farm stories and everything, they're like, there's all these green pastures, and he can run all he wants. Yeah, in heaven. <laughs> exactly. Look, the details do not need to be discussed. You just need to know that he's going to a farm. He's going to a better place. <laughs> heaven. Take heaven. We're yeah. Yeah. Take heaven. <laughs> exactly. <sighs> Um, speaking of farm, 
is not animal story, but this is really, really interesting. Um, how much do you think a watermelon costs? A watermelon? It depends on how big it is. Uh, just, just estimate. Regular size watermelon. How much would you say? How much does it? Would you pay for it? Like I don't know. Three yeah. How much would you pay for? How much would you pay for one watermelon? Three dollars. Three dollars. Okay. Multiply that by a thousand. Three thousand dollars. Listen, I'm bad at yeah. math. Well, you did good. $3,000 is how, I didn't roughly rate, how much these... <laughs> you did well. Same. I'm so proud of you. If, if, I, if I ask my plotting, you just got to applaud you. But <laughs> black Japanese, Japanese watermelon sell for $3,200 a pop. Why? What's so fancy about Japanese watermelon? Well, for one, their skin is black. And they have a sweeter taste. All right, hold on. I wanted so bad to make a black joke when you were like, oh, watermelon. I'm like, yeah, leave it to black people. And now you're saying that the skin is black on the Japanese watermelon? Yeah, the watermelon is black. So, yeah, go and make your black joke. I just wanted to, no, no, no. I just wanted to clarify and point that out one more time. (laughs) Yes. Black watermelon, black Japanese watermelon. So for. Does it taste like regular watermelon, I wonder? Yes. It's just the skin is black and it's sweeter. Hmm. Well, while we're talking about Japan, there's an interesting little fad going on there um, among young adults that, I don't even want to call them adults when you hear the rest of the story, Young adults that are feeling affectionate towards one another. Normally you think, oh, yeah, you know, teen pregnancy or um, feeling each other up or, like, who knows what. But, no, uh-huh. they are licking eyeballs. What? Licking each other's eyeballs because they like you each other. Licking? Licking with their tongue each other's eyeballs. That's that's what's hot now? People lick each other's eyeballs? What? Why? Why do they do this? Why do they lick each other's eyeballs? I don't know. They're freaking Japanese. I don't know. But it apparently leads to... Listen, I understand that you're the freaking host, but you got to let me finish my story, okay? Thank you. So, anyway. um, It leads to pink eyes. Surprise, surprise. I'm ignoring you. Surprise, surprise. And apparently, eye chlamydia is a thing because you can get it eye from each other's eyeballs. Eye chlamydia. It's a thing. Okay, so last week we talked about you can get what was it, HPV from oral sex. Now you can get chlamydia of the eye from licking each right. other's eyes. Right, and, and remember the, the last trend that we talked about where kids were snorting condoms and, like, pulling them out their mouths? <laughs> Like, what is up with children? I don't know. <laughs> we not have anything we better need to do with themselves. <laughs> all these different forms of entertainment, and it's so easy to get, and they're freaking snorting condoms and licking each other's eyeballs. Like, what the fuck? I don't understand. Wow. That's 
pretty bad. That's so bad. Wow. I don't. So we're gonna go, huh? <laughs> no, we're gonna go to a music break because I need to compose myself after I come in here. Hold up, hold up, hold up. 
any thoughts that you have on male-female roles and when it's reversed and how it is generally or very vague. I mean, basically anything having to do with men and women and or women. Right. Anyway, the phone number to call is 646-478-3599, or you can hit us up on Twitter, you can mention us, you can do hashtag wet race, you can hit us up on Facebook, you can hit us up on Instagram, you can hit us up on our website, however you would like to do it. By the mm-hmm. way, I heard of, um, someone showed me this weekend Vine. Like, I had never really seen it or understood what it was the new social media form where it's basically like a seven or eight second clip and you can do like different things with it. It doesn't have to be continuous filming. And um, those are actually really funny. Like I might get one. Sounds good. (laughs) Might have to look into that as well. Right. Like you're going to look into it. Look, baby steps, right? You know, I just don't jump into everything. It's a fast. You know, I have to test it out, make sure it's legit, and make sure it's, it's cool. You know, it's, it's right. Cool. Well, anyway, they um have a Best Finds Facebook page. Now, that is hilarious if you ever go on there. Like, I had that before I knew what it was. But anyway, check it out. It's pretty awesome, pretty entertaining. We've made a couple this past weekend. I say weekend, but I guess it is Monday. I haven't worked today. This is me working. <laughs> Um, this is you working. So, Must be nice. Yeah. It is. It is very nice. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Rome, I was oh. in your neck of the woods literally less than a mile away on Sunday. Really? What's he doing on my block? Mm-hmm. I was looking at Look. my school. Hmm. Unacceptable. Oh, whatever. Oh, <laughs> Next also, time, call in when you come into my town. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't have to because I'm the <laughs> boss of you. You're not the boss of me. Only for Actually, the next, I don't today, know. You've got one more hour, boy. Chill out. <laughs> I'm going to use this hour wisely. Oh, my God. You're going to piece the hell out of it. Um, yep. There's one other thing I wanted to say was happy Father's Day to any and all fathers out there that are actually legit and good and there for your children. Happy Father's Day to you, to everyone else. Happy Sunday. Um, <laughs> happy Sunday. That's what we do now. Right. Happy weekend, past weekend. And I hope you have a nice weekend, uh, this upcoming weekend as well. Right. Especially yeah. the good fathers out there. Um, right. Yeah, I meant to have, do a shout-out to that. To that. What did you do for Father's Day? Anything? <laughs> or you are a I did. I had... I am a padre. My uh, my my dog to look after. I'm a father of Dex. Dex allowed me to. Uh, he got me steak and eggs. So I had steak and eggs for breakfast. Had a nice dinner. It was relaxing. So. You know, I was talking to somebody this weekend about steak and eggs for breakfast, and I have never had steak for breakfast ever. What? And he was like, oh, yeah. You're not a guy. Are you a guy? I know you're doing the whole role reversal, but all right, then. Calm down. I want steak for breakfast one day, though. And he was saying that he gets it, he eats it rarer when it's in the morning than he does if it's at night, which I thought was kind of weird. Is that how you do it, too? Like, it's still got to be, like, 
bloody in the morning. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but <laughs> is that part of being a man? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know how wow. some people like their eggs running in the morning, uh, eggs running versus, you know. Nobody well, wants their eggs running. All right, well, have runny eggs and some steak. Ooh, delicious. With some grits. That's how you do it. That's a good breakfast. Or potatoes, whichever you prefer. Yeah. But, um, steak, potatoes, and eggs. I feel like we're getting very far away from breakfast foods, so. though. No, eggs for breakfast. You got steak for breakfast. And yeah. Potato, another breakfast. So that's a man's breakfast right there. A man's breakfast right there. Yes. yes. So next Father's Day, make your dad steak and eggs. And potatoes. Um, it's, it's, it's a little late, but yes, next year or his birthday. You know, never too early to start planning. Right. Anyway. Um, Back to our wonderful news story. Uh, you there may was... proceed with your next article. What? You may. I'm giving you permission as the host to proceed with your next article. Oh my God! Okay. Thanks so much. Um, You're probably my favorite story for this episode, the show. There was a mom who put her kids in the car. Um, How are you going to keep taking my story? <laughs> you took mine first, so... Mm. Um, anyway, she puts her kids in the car, and she gets in, and she basically realizes that, oh, doo-doo, there is a... Because she knows she's a mom. She can't cuss in front of her kids. They're like three and five or something like that. So she says, yeah. oh, doo-doo. And she goes, oh, oh, man, there's a carjacker in my car with a knife trying to steal my car and my kids and me and oh my goodness because you know she probably just said oh my goodness instead of oh my god or oh my gosh that's just more motherly anywho so the dude jumps in the back of the car he's got the knife he's like oh take me wherever he wanted to go and um she fought him like I said she said she took this and um she somehow got the knife out from his hand she wound up getting cut during it. She was thinking about just slamming her van into a telephone pole and thinking, well, he's not buckled up. He'll just fly through the window and that'll be that. But she didn't want to hit, hit, hurt her kids. So eventually the the uh, van stops and she punches him and then he gets out and she runs him over. And I'm like, <laughs> mother of the year award right there. Pretty and awesome. Yes. Did you that, like my story, awesome story. It was good. You left off your details here and there, but you know, hey, it's it's good. It was good. What did um, I mean that? She actually, hmm? she actually did uh, hit the pole, but he didn't fly through. He just hit his head. So, because her kids were wearing seatbelts. Gotcha. So she did that, and you know, he was beating on him. At the same time, she suffered a wound to the chest. Uh, she slashed her across the chest with a knife before she took, <laughs> disarmed him. Well, all this, mind you, while driving, which is pretty amazing. But, uh, yeah, I didn't want him hurting anybody else, so ran over. Pretty awesome. I want to be that kind of mama. Like, right. I'll run you over if you mess with my kids. Yeah. 
that you have things twice yeah, about yeah. uh, that. Um, actually, not really. Well, since I was going to do that one next, kind of sucks. Who was talking about saving someone else's lives? I'll talk about the student guide dog that saves the trainer's life. The student godfather seeing Katrina's life? What? Okay, that is nowhere near close to what I said. But, that is okay. definitely what I heard. <laughs> student guide dog saves trainer's life. Oh, that well, that sounds awesome. Yes. Um, a California dog um, became a hero when he was when he uh, when the car was coming down um, a sidewalk. I guess the car was out of control or whatever. But the dog um, moved pedestrian uh, out the way, saved his life from getting ran over like the uh, failed carjacker. Wow, yeah. Cat dogs are awesome, or dogs, dogs are awesome, screw it. Dogs, yeah, dogs in general are awesome. Bad owners are terrible. True. But, yeah. Um, I don't really have anything I can tie into that, but... I, I, wait, I'm not done. I was oh, going to finish okay. off by saying that, um, unfortunately... Uh, so it was, the driver was a senior lady with her husband. Um, the lady was 93 years old, and she does, they still don't know how. Um, she lost control of the vehicle. The car was going in reverse, and, yeah, that has been said already. But the reason why her age is important because it ties in with my next story about a 91-year-old man that's the bench press world record. Wow, ninety-one, yeah. and he he made a new world record bench pressing world yeah. record. Yeah. Wow. Now, if you're not familiar with what bench pressing is, when you're laying on a bench and you have weight, and it's pretty much like a push-up, but you're on your back instead, you know, all the way around. And so, I don't even know how to pronounce his name, but. <laughs> He um he set the world record for in the ninety years old and overweight lifting class. Now, most people about that age can barely move. Less less um one hundred eighty seven pounds. One hundred eighty seven and a half pounds. Now that may not seem like much for I guess the average gym goer, but Considering he's 91 years old, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that and is pretty impressive. So topping's off. He's a um, World War II veteran, uh, and he didn't start lifting weights until he was 60 years old. Huh. And he, well, I guess you always can teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> right? And um, he was doing really well uh, in the age bracket of 85 to 90 year old age group until, you know, he went over 90. So he had to sit out um, a year because he had surgery to fix a hernia and had a pacemaker implanted. And then after that, he um, went on this nice little regimen of working out at the gym five days a week. 
So that's up to you. It's interesting because I was reading this article about the other day about, you know, older guys, I guess ladies too, they're into it. But it was about, you know, seniors like 60 and up hitting the gym hard. And, you know, some of their bodies look better than, you know, some of the younger guys. So, you know. Well, good. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. While we're talking about old people, I have a funny old people story. Right. No offense to any old people out there. Um, a sixty-three-year-old in Fairbanks, Alaska, got arrested this past week for driving a um, shopping cart drunk. Wait, he, what? He was sixty-three and he was driving around the grocery store in one of the motorized shopping carts drunk. He had a blood alcohol level of 0. 0.310. And just like in Florida, the legal one is like 0. 0.08. Um, so he was quite drunk. He was trying to run over store employees. And apparently when the cops pulled up, there was an employee pretty much holding the handlebars to keep it from going anywhere. And he was sitting there still trying to run people over. Wow. 63 years old. That's pretty bad. See, funny old people story. <laughs> All right, he's gonna start hitting the gym and then come look for you. That's fine. They can't find me. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Um, one other. I mean, this isn't really an old person. I guess it depends. One other one. Um, a man in Canada stole fifty dollars. Yeah, fifty dollars worth of cheese. Okay. Fifty dollars worth of cheese. Fifty dollars worth of cheese. And All right. when he he got caught and everything, and he was asking for his sentencing to be him getting banished from British Columbia. Straight up, just banished. Cannot come back. It was granted. So. I don't know if I said this. He's fifty-five. He's going to be moving back in with his mother. In like I don't remember where it was. Wow. Another country. Um, yeah. How do you get banned from a? They still do that. For fifty dollars worth of cheese. What the hell do you steal fifty dollars worth of cheese for? I don't know. That's pretty embarrassing and sad at the same time. Yeah. But we're going to go to a music break, and we will be back in a little bit with more Actually, we will go to a music break when I say we do. We will go after I have one more story about um, elderly uh, thieves before we go to a music break. (laughs) I just don't have any power control. But um, did you hear about the guy that got arrested for stealing food? Yes. I'll go on and enlighten the rest of um, our listeners about it. Um, a guy goes into the store, uh, not store, but he's been going around to different restaurants and eating, like, lavishly. He, like, he'll order, like, three-course meals, like uh, lobster, you know, steak, you know, the whole nine yards. And when it comes time to pay, he just refuses to pay. 
and he gets arrested and goes to jail. Now, he's facing, I think, 10 years in prison for dining and dashing, and he's been arrested over 40 times for um, this offense and thievering and a bunch of other aggravated assault. So, <laughs> I mean, is it that sick? This is crazy. Wow. How do you feel about that? I think that better have been some awesome food that you was diving and dashing on. Right. It's not worth all that. It's not. I mean, if you can't pay for it, you know, don't um, try to break the ball in that way. But what's interesting to me is... What was interesting to me is um, how he can get away with it so many times before, you know, being in jail for a long sentence. What's that music break? Yeah, yeah. So that's just for a music break. Fine. I shall listen to you this time.
No blunt smoking, bad bitch getting thick and she got some friends with her. I take them out, pour shots of liquor, drinking out the bottle, smiling in all my pictures. The marijuana louse of them hoes follow like Twitter. Nigga, you know everything Taylor. Don't rush to the bar, fool, if you ain't got no paper. That's the rules. High as fuck, sloppy drunk when I'm passing through. Rolling doobies up, your hoe who we passing to. Hit the club, spend this money up, roll another one, drink after food. That's what I have to do.
credit yourself. So when you got older, it seems like you came back then. Welcome back. You're listening to Wet Race. This is Rome. You can hit me up on Twitter at VibingRome. And I'm Colby, yeah. and you can find me on Twitter at K-A-T-F-L-B-Y. I was having microphone issues. My bad. But it's okay, because yeah, I'm still host, so. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, as long as you accept your face. That's all that matters. Um, I'm not going to remind you all the next time. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> We'll get into the topic of the day um, after our next music break. Again, uh, the topic for the day is male, female, role reversal. I guess as far as being in a relationship, uh, some examples being, you know, who's the breadwinner, you know, who's at home cleaning, cooking, doing all that jazz, or, you know, whatever else you can possibly think of. And if you want to chime into the show, you can call us up at 646-478. Three five nine nine. Hit up, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook or our website. Yep, and that uh, the website address is whatrace.wordpress.com. Um, we're gonna try to keep that updated and all that jazz for y'all to look at and enjoy. Anywho, how do you feel about gender roles and if they were swapped? Gender roles, and if they were swapped, pantyhose. Gender roles, boy, girl roles. We're gonna talk about that yeah. after. Yeah. So you know, feel free to call in and you know voice your opinion on the air, or you know, just wait to hear what we have to say about it after our next music break. So. Uh. I just wanted to touch on a little segment again on, I guess, achievements and, uh, I guess, thinking outside the box. As you guys know, um, Nick Walenda, um, he's the guy who did the high-wire act across Niagara Falls, and now he has set his sights on Grand Canyon. So I bring up this story because he is training in Florida. And the reason why he's training, yeah, exactly. Shout out. Um, the reason why he's training in Florida is because Florida, I guess, during this time of year, uh, closely resembles the temperatures and possible uh, natural environment challenges that he will be facing as he tries to cross the Grand Canyon. And he's going to attempt to do a quarter mile on the tightrope, and all the <laughs> it's a Fifteen hundred foot drop. It's gonna be the highest one ever uh done. And he's gonna do it over the Colorado River, which as you guys know, is at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Wow. Yes. I've got another yes, another question for our listeners. If you are sick of us talking about Florida, because I realize that we do it a lot, please let us know <laughs> with Twitter, Facebook, all that. Just a little plug. Let us know if you're tired of hearing about Florida, because we do kind of I mean, tend to feel partial to it. We just talked about Alaska too, so I mean, we try to get, we try to be well-rounded. But yeah, most of the time, Florida. Yeah. Then let us know if we're not yeah, doing a good job. Because if we're not, then it's Ron's fault because he's the host tonight. So it's 
it's all right. Yeah, you don't hear. <laughs> but yes, and you can also you're very welcome to you know uh, suggest topics for us to discuss as well. So if you will gladly look into um, you know whatever topic that you offer. And I just wanted to finish up my uh, astounding achievement real quick before Kobe starts sounding off. Um, there's a solar-powered um, airplane that is trying to make its way across the U.S. It's currently in Washington, D.C. And, of course, you know, I'm going to choose this one because it's related to technology. Technology is awesome like that. But the trip began in San Francisco. Uh, well, San Francisco to Phoenix, Phoenix to Dallas, Dallas to uh, St. Louis, and St. Louis to Washington. And now it just needs to make its trip to New York, and the trip will be complete. Um, it's completely ran off of solar power. There's no other form of uh, power that's propelling it. Um, it, it, it uses up 12,000 solar cells, and that simultaneously uh, charges battery so it can fly at night as well. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, okay, we're talking about like traveling, okay? So apparently a TSA agent um, was, let me start over. There's a 15-year-old girl going through security at the airport. Um, she was wearing a pair of jeans, a pink top that, you know, it almost covered, or it, it just barely touched the bottom of her jeans, you know, and an overshirt, right. like a plaid, long sleeve overshirt. Totally normal, right? Well, right. a TSA agent was apparently having some issues with this and was like, muttering under his breath and everything, and finally when they confronted him about it, like, what are you saying? Um, he almost shouted at her, cover yourself, basically. Told her to wow. cover herself. Do you think that that, I mean, I feel like this is kind of an extreme case. It's, it's not really necessary at that point. Like, she's pretty covered, you know. Right. There's nothing inappropriate about what she's wearing. But do you think that it's appropriate for people in this kind of position to say that kind of stuff to people going through the lines about what they're wearing? And I mean... No, he's uh, it's, completely... It's, he's completely uh, out of... He's speaking out of place. Because so what do you like, think about not, just... If they're not well, in that kind of a position, if they're just older talking to younger people, do you think that that's, if you're, like, total strangers, nobody's in authority over to each other other than by age, do you think that's appropriate for people to talk about, tell somebody they need to cover off? No, I mean, it wasn't like she was completely exposed. She wasn't walking around in a swimsuit, so it could have been a lot worse than what, you know, he's making it out to be. Yeah. Get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he was just completely in the wrong for that. Not his daughter or relative, so to speak. So he has no right to 
tell her, oh, cover up. You know, you're exposing yourself too much. No, no, she's hot. What if she's hot? True. So, but um, it's funny that you mentioned TSA because there was a story about a a nine-year-old that got through security with a fake passport. With a fake passport? passport? Yes. Her passport consisted of a picture of a unicorn and some, like, drawing. Are you serious? I'm so serious. She got through with a picture of a unicorn on her passport. How? My thoughts exactly. Like, I don't understand how you can get through that, through all the security, you know, all the security measures people are going through. Like you said, this guy, you know, specifically picking up this girl because you're not covered up. Not even regardless of the fact that, you know, she may be a terrorist or whatever. Yes, nine-year-old girl slips through security with a picture of a unicorn on her passport. Like, in place of a picture. It's not just like a child decorated her passport up. No, she her she was a unicorn according to the passport. And made it through security and all that. That's really sad. <laughs> I mean everybody's having all these issues with TSA. I mean they always do, but all these issues with TSA right. and some little girl can get through with that. Like and it's not even like it would hurt anybody. But still something that like easy. I mean, you got to look at the damn passport for them to go through anyway. How do you not right. do that? Right. You got to look at it. You got to stamp it, you know, the whole nine yards. So, it's like, how did you let her get through with that and not her real passport? Crazy. I mean, for as much as they get, do you see flat from being so strict? You know, you would think that they, they're strict across the board. Right. To their exactly. Name versus, oh, this nine-year-old got through with this. <laughs> huge security risk. So, ridiculous. Well, kind of a, a random story to plug in here. Um, in Massachusetts, a shoplifter um, was caught because she was stuck in the ceiling. She was going through the grocery store, sticking just items in her pocket. Um, they caught her. And when they brought her back to the manager, she basically took out a knife, I guess, that she got from the store and was like, you know, uh, what's the word, threatening with him, threatening him with it. So when she got that away from her, she tried to escape through the roof. And she actually, um, like, went up in the hole in the roof and then, I guess, that like, to the other side of the store, and she finally got stuck between two walls uh, with no way to get out because it's kind of like the outside layer of the building, if that makes sense. So the fire department had to come and get her. Wow. And then, of course, she was arrested. Fun little story. If you're going to do that, I mean, if you're going to steal stuff, that's fine and all, but don't be so stupid about it. Or just don't I agree. I guess I should say that. Anyway, we're going to go to another music break, possibly, maybe, right now. You know, you should ask, but it's fine. We'll go to another music break right now.
Some bits for them, a couple formulas, little pretty lids on them. If I had a dick, I would pull it out and piss on them. Let me shake it off. I just signed a couple deals, I might break you off. And we ain't making up, I don't need a mediator. Just let them pumps blow steam with radiator.
I might be too strong, I don't compliments. Overdose on confidence. Started not to give a fuck and stop fearing the consequence. Drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments. Made it way too long, I'm floating in and out of consciousness. And they saying I'm back, I'd agree with that. I just take my time with all this shit, I still believe in that. I had someone tell me I fell off, ooh, I needed that. And they wanna see me pick that up, well, where'd I leave it at? I know I exaggerated things, now I got it like that. Tuck my napkin in my shirt cause I'm just mobbing like that. You know good and well that you don't want a problem like that. You gon' make someone around me catch your body like that. No, don't do it. Please don't do it. Cause one of us goes in and we all go through it. And Drizzy got the money, so Drizzy gon' pay it. Those my brothers, I ain't even gotta say it. That's just something they know. They know, they know, they know. They know, they know. Our hashtag is what race. I know it's very creative. Rom came up with it. And 
My Twitter, the coolest one, is at K-A-T-5-C-O-L-B-Y. If you're curious, first name is Katrina. It's Category 5 Colby, but with a K, because it's Katrina. A little fun fact about me. Anyway, so we've got a couple more stories um, to end up the night with, because we're cool like that. Hey, you know how monks are supposed to live in, like, solitude and be quiet and boring and peaceful and all that? Okay, well, some of them in Thailand apparently are just living it up. Um, they've had, there was a, a video posted on YouTube of them flying in a private jet, wearing, like, really expensive headphones and having really expensive bags. And they're just, you know, chilling, like monks do, on a private jet. So they're not supposed to have all of that. Um, right. They're really living in Yeah, it's a very basic life. Um, but they're doing it, and uh, people in Thailand are pissed because they're like, it's not what you're supposed to be. They're like dream sellers because they look like monks, and then they live like the rich and famous. So um, they're really upset, and people want them to be punished for it. How do you feel about that? You think they should be punished for living it up? Of course. I mean, I know it's maybe a new generation and all, but, you know, the reason why you choose to be a monk is to, you know, stick with tradition and, you know, the old way of doing things. And you're supposed to have, be a role model to, for others, uh, a pure and, you know, sanctified life. Uh, so, yes, they should be punished for the way they're trying to live. Like, they have shades on and they're stunning. It's ridiculous. It's embarrassing to all of, you know, the monks that came before them. And, you know, they're not really saying a good example for what I guess yeah, Buddhism I mean, stands for. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on this one because it's like part of me feels like, yeah, you should uphold tradition, blah, 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 blah. Like that's what you sign up for. But the other part of me is like, dude, you've only got one life. Like, And I don't really know enough about Buddhism and that. But is it believe in reincarnation? I don't really know. Um, I used to, and I don't, because I forgot when I got out of college. So, I forgot everything I learned, ever. Anyway, um... The the main reason, the way I feel, the way I do, is like, it's a choice that you're taking. Nobody's forcing you, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I know. You know, if I'm wrong, you know, please feel free to correct me. But as far as I know, it's a choice that you're making. Nobody's saying, I'm sending you off to monk camp to become a monk. (laughs) You have to stay there for the rest of your life. No, it's a choice that you're, you know, supposedly making with yourself to go, I guess, get more in tune and be more disciplined. So when you lash out like this and do everything that you, that I guess regular people do, then you're not, you're defeating the purpose of becoming a monk in the first place. I feel like, though, what are the chances that maybe people dress up like monks and did this, you know? I mean, monks don't even have a YouTube account. You know, because they don't have computers, generally. It's just, I don't know. I feel like it's really easy to dress up as monks and really hard to get monks to actually not do what they're supposed to do. Right. I agree. It's, it's, so you're saying, it's okay. you're saying that, no. No, no, you I'm already agree. Sure, <laughs> I may agree with you, but that doesn't mean you're right. 
So what you're saying is that these are uh, imposters? These are not actual monks that are doing this? This is, uh, like, somebody, I guess, dressing I mean, as monks? I am not saying that I'm... I'm not saying that I know that for sure. I'm just saying... That's I mean, it would be a lot easier on. for somebody to dress back, dress up and act like a monk and look like a monk than it would be for a monk to break their vow of whatever, right. you know? That makes sense, yeah. That makes... Sorry that for actually my ignorance. No, that's good. I'm proud of you. You know, you should be co-host more often. It makes sense. Um, how about not? So another story <laughs> that I had, as we're finishing up, um, I actually got a couple more. All right. Um, let's see. Do I want to talk about a person trying to get out of jail, or do I want to talk about somebody going into jail? Which would I like to talk about? We shall start with... Somebody going into jail first. Into jail? Okay, great. Yes. So people. So, in you know, you have community. to be in jail to get out of jail. This is true. This is true. Unless you've already broke out of jail or you're breaking out of jail so that you can break back <laughs> in to get your jail lover to out with you to live a happy life. Anyway, so Spoiler people alert. in New York are suing the former owner of a restaurant in Chicago. Um, I think. But he just doesn't own the business anymore. I'm not sure if it went out of business or not. Anyway, because um, he sold them fake wine and he doesn't reimburse them. So right. he sold them. I don't know much about wines. So if I mispronounce this, too bad. Um, he sold them Domaine de la Romane Conti in 1945 is what they thought they were getting. They paid $46,000 for it. And after they got it home, oh, and they flew over to Chicago to get it and then back to New York. Because, you know, people in New York are loaded if they're not poor. Um, right. So they did all this. They got back to New York, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to make sure that it's, you know, real or whatever. Took it to one expert, and they're like, huh, no, this is totally fake. Pork's wrong. The seal's wrong. The logo's wrong. The paper's wrong. The bottle's wrong. It's all wrong, 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 wrong. You just got conned out of $46,000. Doesn't that sound like something on white collar? Anyway. Yeah, something um, like that. So they're suing. They're suing him, trying to get money out of him. So far, nothing's happened, but, you know, whatever. Can't pay yeah. back the $46,000, then maybe he'll go to jail. And as far exactly. as out of jail goes, Wait, they, wait, before you uh, say that, is a guy who sold him the wine, he's not just like some random like a guy on the corner. Hey, this is a really, really expensive wine. He's actually an award-winning chef, Charlie Trotter, if you've heard of him before. But, yes. What? What? Who? What? That's the guy who sold him the wine, Charlie Trotter. He's a award-winning chef, so he's, like, well-known, and that's why, I guess, they were Damn, I did the not buying. hear that. Yeah. You know what else I didn't know? That men's warehouse has their own trucks. I just saw one on the road. Shut up. Anyway, so <laughs> another one. A woman getting out of jail. She faked cancer, terminal cancer, and um, basically, like, faked the paperwork and everything. Says she has cancer. She's dying. She needs to get out of jail. It almost worked, but... They figured it out, and she's going to be back in jail for another extra two months. I don't know how she only got an extra two months for trying to fake cancer. Right. So I mean, she maybe was, she was she taking had, it to get marijuana, right? 
That's true, but... As well as out of jail. <laughs> right. But uh, it's in Sweden, so I don't know why that would help her get out. It, how long did she have left Listen, on the sentence? I've never been out of the country, so just because you know that Sweden is okay with pot doesn't mean that I know that. I've never been out of the country. Don't judge me for what I don't want. Sir. <laughs> it's you your story. As the host, I make sure that our listeners get why the right keep, information. Why do you keep adding on to my freaking stories, though? I don't appreciate it's, it. It's, it's, it's the job of the host to make sure all the stuff is in proper order, and that's what I'm doing. So I can't deal with you deal in with this it. position. You've got ten minutes left. I know. So with the ten minutes left that we have, we shall go on and, I guess, break into the topic of the day. Which is role reversal. Since none of you uh, suckers called in and tried to talk about it. Right. What? That's cool. <laughs> I mean, we gave we gave them a chance to you know call in, but I guess they wanted us to. It, and it's not like chicken. They can never. We can never talk about it ever again. It's like, oh no, we're no, talking about no, last week. Dark. We're done. <laughs> nope. Well, as the host, I'm yeah. saying that you feel free to you know discuss whatever topic that you want to with us on Facebook. Oh. Twitter, our website. Um, but the way I feel about it is, you know, it, it all depends on, you know, the situation. Because in today's time, you know, we're in a recession and, you know, people that are trying to make an honest living are trying to get by by any means that they know how to. And if that means that the woman is the breadwinner and the guy has to stay home and take 10 to the kids and, have a hot plate ready for the lady to, when she gets home, so be it. You know, you have to put your pride aside and, you know, you know, just do, fulfill the roles that aren't being fulfilled otherwise. And it's not um, actually that bad. You know, living by myself, I have to do it anyway. So I have to cook, clean, and do everything else, I guess. Uh, I guess the housewife so to speak, would do. Well, you're in your what own housewife. <laughs> I'm the housewife and breadwinner at the same time. Uh-huh, at the same damn What's your take on it? Um, I feel like in relationships, you just have to do whatever it takes to make it work if you want to make it work. If that means, you know, the guy making dinner for the, the girl all the time, then that's fine. That's what that means. But, like, in each relationship, it's going to be different. So the gender roles are going to be different. And it really doesn't matter as long as it works. And anybody that's on the outside looking in doesn't have any room to judge or really say anything about it because it's not their freaking relationship. They need to butt out. Right. That's my opinion. But, I mean, hmm. if you're talking about general in general, I mean, some guys are still uncomfortable when women make more money. And some women still can't make more money than a man because of the class ceiling thing. So, well, I mean, that's why I left, I left the topic open. So it's not just, you know, who's bringing all the bacon. It's those who are, like, driving, too. Because, you know, when I say, for instance, I guess I'm I'm old school. So when a guy t- when it, a guy takes a girl out for a date, you know, that means he's driving or he's picking her up, so on and so forth. So how would, you know, a guy feel if a girl's like, oh, okay, I'm picking you up, I'm taking you on a date, I'm doing all this, you know, I'm paying for everything, you know, does a guy, guy feel emasculated 
does a girl feel manly because she's taking care of everything? No, I see what you're saying. That's why I left it open-ended because it can apply to so many different aspects of, I guess, male-female interaction. It's an interesting topic, though, because, I mean, it's timely for me anyway because, like, I had that conversation with my boyfriend this past weekend where I was like, oh, my God, I feel bad because you're, like, driving me everywhere and you're a movie and all this, like, you're doing all this for me, like, what do I do for you? I was like, I don't ever do that for you. And he's like, yeah, well, that's my job. And I'm like, yeah, but I feel like it's not even, you know? So, right. I guess as long as it's even, then you're straight, but if it's not, you got to figure out a way to do it and make it even, however right. that may be. there's a delicate balance. You just got to, like I said, fill the gaps where the other person is either lacking or, you know, can't first get care of the whole plate by themselves, so, you know, just do what you can to help out. Yeah, and a lot of times, even if you just, like, talk about it and pretty much show that you care and you acknowledge that, hey, you're doing a lot for me, a lot of times that'll just kind of take care of it. Right. Depending on your situation and your partner or spouse or whatever. Exactly. So, yeah, I found that, I thought just thought about that and thought that would be interesting. I want to get your take and the take of our listeners. So, again, if you guys uh-huh. want to comment and such, you can hit up me, the host, on Twitter, uh, V-I-B-I-N-R-O-M-E, or uh, the co-host, Kobe, Cat5, Kobe. Or hit us up on Facebook or our website, whatrace.wordpress, and we will take a brief music break.
my motherfucking pet. I pointed at you and tell that motherfucker fetch. I'm fucking a girl, she got her legs on my neck. I can put them out mad, call that bitch triple threat. When I was in jail, she let me call her connect. If she get greedy, I'm a star for the death. Top down, it's upset. Then fucking the world, and nigga, I ain't come yet. You fuck with me wrong, I knock your head off your neck. The flight too long, I got a bed on a jet. The guns are drawn, and I ain't talking about a sketch. With a reality check Prepared for the worst But still praying for the best The game is a bitch I got my hand on my dress The money don't sleep So we just can't rest And AK-47 is my fucking address I'm not stopping Somebody loud I got a chopper in the car I got a chopper in the car I got a chopper in the car
Have a good night. Just before this honor, loyalty lives. As I enter industry with thoughts so lucrative, I was self-destruct before I become captive. They wouldn't let me in, now I'ma take that initiative to stand firm and make my own pivot. Yeah, I knew a few people with similar thoughts like these, and together we make the illustrious DVD. We'll fight into the end, giving up is not an option. Things will never be the same if you ain't with it. Get the walking in, I'm saying Keep it as a reminder. Never stay loyal, never dishonor. Things didn't work, my spots out and they keep on falling. You're part of the solution and you're part of the problem. So we looking for something different cause we done heard the calling. Promise now no longer can I stand anymore stolen. And then you possess the consciousness to open closed doors. Tell yourself it's no holding back the With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.